At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hour three on a Friday. Time flies when you're having fun. Dave Ross, he's hanging out all weekend, by the way. Check him out. Noon to three, you and Wes Reynolds. Yeah, I'm going to have a blast. But I've really enjoyed the two nights with you, my friends. Good yeah. to have the D.C. connection back there. It has. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, double Derek Stevens. Yeah. So, uh, once again, a, 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 a very calm... Derek Stevens today. Matching the game. Very intense. 1-1 yeah. mm-hmm. right now. Going into the third period here. You can feel the nervous energy here at Circa. Uh, we have, as as just mentioned, it is 1-1 heading into the fourth, fourth, third. I was about to say fourth and final quarter. It's probably going to get overtime. Third and final period. <laughs> and uh, as Derek let us know, he did not want overtime no, tonight. Didn't. I believe. I mean, and, and that's the thing. Um, if you're just blindly taking overtime props, you're probably... You've got to be in the positive because so many games, and it's it's around three to one on a nightly basis. Well, and it's just because the style of hockey that you see in the Stanley Cup playoffs, right? It's just not going to be that loosey goosey. Everybody's going to have really tight shifts. Yep. That's the way you play, and and you know the Golden Knights have to slow down Colorado. They've done a really good job of that again tonight, just like they did in Game Two. And again, they lost Game Two in overtime. It feels like it's history repeating right now as we go into the third 1-1, but this is not open air and open ice hockey. That's not what we're seeing, and that's why it is a smart play right now to bet a lot of these overtimes in the Stanley Cup playoffs because the teams just play everything closer to the best. And it's it's not plus one. I mean, it is plus 290. Yeah, that's yeah, what great, it closes. Great here. numbers. So you're getting, you know, three to one odds on, on what feels like is a, almost a flip of a coin on a nightly basis, and this would be the, you know, think about if you bet it every game. So obviously, cool. just in this series. Game one, obviously, no. Right. Game two, yep. yes. So you could miss this and you'd still be up up because it was plus, I think it was even plus three something uh, after game two, plus 290 tonight. So uh, right now you're looking at some live lines. Uh, I'm looking at the South Point. Uh, looks like Golden Knights minus 120 on the live line. William Hill minus 125 here at Circa minus 127 on the Golden Knights heading into the third and final period, maybe. Uh, as it is one-to-one. Uh, earlier tonight, the Clippers take care of business. A monster fourth Unreal. quarter, Dave, uh, from the Los Angeles Clippers. It was – my uh, my college basketball coach had the same – he said the same thing every pregame. It's going to be a game of runs. <laughs> He's right. That's what today was. It was a game <laughs> of runs because the Clippers had a 14-4 run to end the uh, first half. They lead at the half by three. If you had the first half number on the Clippers, you're happy. If you had the second, first half number on the Mavs, you were disappointed. Third quarter, Mavericks were tremendous. Wow. Fourth quarter, it was all Clippers, and it was all Kawhi Leonard. And I want to throw a stat your way. You, you had some great ones, but um, what we just saw from Kawhi Leonard as it escaped my uh, Twitter <laughs> feed, I knew that was going to happen. It updated real quickly. I will get it for you. Uh, my guy Chris Miles just tweeted this out. NBA TV star, uh, 45 plus points, okay. 70% field goal percentage on the road in an elimination game. Why did that tonight? Jamal Murray did that wow. last year in the bubble, and LeBron James did it in that infamous, infamous 
Game 6 in Boston in 2012 when he was on the Miami Heat. And really, you know, Jamal Murray, he wasn't on the road. I mean, technically he was. I mean, and I'm not taking it away from him, but there's no crowd. Two people have done this. Kawhi and LeBron. And again, it gets back to that legacy conversation. And I do feel like Kawhi had to hear the whispers. Uh, It's not the same guy that we saw in Toronto a couple years ago when he he didn't single-handedly lead them. You know, he got some great contributions from Kyle Lowry and uh, some other guys there in Toronto. But it does feel like right now, when you look at the way playoff P just comes up small, right, and aside from Reggie Jackson, it does feel like this is all Kawhi. And if he can do this in the shadows of the Lakers getting bounced in the first round, and go back to the finals and get out of this Western Conference, his legend, the legend of Kawhi, grows, and it should if this is what it amounts to, if they can get through Game 7 on Sunday afternoon. Game 7, we have not seen a line. Oh, I just got it in my ear. Clippers minus 6. I thought it was 7. It is 6. Clippers minus 6. So there you go, your first line on game number 7. That'll be uh, thanks to our friends at DraftKings there. The pride of Colorado, but he lives here in the desert. Patrick Everson going to join us right now. Here we go. Dave Ross to my left. I'm Tim Murray, live from the Circus Sportsbook. A packed Circus Sportsbook tonight. They're nervous. They're very nervous. Very nervous right now. A little quiet, ready to erupt. Heading into the third period, 1-1 is the score. Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche, a pivotal game three for the Golden Knights down 0-2 and on their home ice tonight. And let's bring in our great friend of the program. Some out there call him the powerhouse. <laughs> he is Patrick Everson at Covers underscore Vegas, senior reporter for Covers.com. And let's just start with the abs and uh, uh, the Knights tonight. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe dive in a little bit on, on NHL as well there, Patrick. Because, you know, we had Derek in studio, Derek Stevens, to start the show. And uh, he said, no pun intended, but it's been an avalanche of money on the Knights. And that's not a big surprise, as you well know. Um, you know, people want to back the hometown team, especially in a, a critical game. So what did you uh, get from odds makers across town about this game and, and, and the money coming in on, on VGK? Yeah, I got a chance to talk to Scott. First off, thanks off. Thanks, thanks a lot to both of you for having me on tonight. Dave, it is nice to make your acquaintance. And I talked to Scott Shelton at Benham Jam Nevada uh, behind the counter at the Mirage a little bit earlier this evening pregame. And it was interesting because Vegas opened a favorite in this game, modest, minus 120. It flipped to Colorado, minus 120. But all the late money was coming in on the abs, including some, some sizable plays, a couple of uh, – Decent, you know, low and low to almost mid five-figure bets came in on the Avalanche, or rather on the Knights, which pushed the Knights back to the favorite. And it's definitely all—it was definitely all Knights money all the way, though tickets and money. Tickets were something in the range of five to one, I think, at BetMGM Nevada books, and money was like twenty to one. It was literally, as Derek Stevens described it, an avalanche of Knights money. So, and they're uh, they're going to get a sweat for that cash for sure. They just I mean, they finally get a lead in the second period and can't even make it. Let it can't, can't even get it to stand up for two minutes. This is uh, Colorado's just a supremely talented team. I wonder, and we talked a little bit about it here, Patrick, moments ago with Winnipeg now uh, down 0-2 to Montreal. Is that something you would consider backing here? Are you starting to believe in Montreal that this is not a fluke? That's a good question. I don't know that I. I don't think it's a fluke. 
but I do think the playoff format is lending itself to some unusual situations, including Montreal and Winnipeg that, that have Montreal and Winnipeg in the second round in the first place, and also have arguably the two best teams in the league playing each other tonight in this round. I don't think these two teams should be playing each other right now, and I'm not sure that you know Montreal should be playing Winnipeg at this point. Right. And both those teams really struggled over the last month of the season. Winnipeg had a really big rut they hit late in the season, and you know they made it in because of the way this season was set up. Both those teams made it in because of the way you know, arguably because of the way this season was set up with the with the different divisions, and then you're playing within your own division for the playoffs. So the top four teams in each division make the playoffs. It's, I, I don't think it's fluky. And I, and I certainly think they're, they're really hopped up right now. They got a nice win in game one and, and, and got really amped up over that hit, which I totally understand. You, you want to stand up for your teammate and you want to go out and, and, and do a number on them again in game two. So I, I would, I, they might be worth a flyer bet, I guess. That's a, that's making a short answer long, but they might be <laughs> worth taking a flyer. They're gonna have they're gonna have one. They're gonna be among those with the longer odds on the board. That's for sure. Yeah, and you're up two zero now in that series. Uh, you know, yep. I mentioned you know Greg Wyshynski last uh, you know, a couple days ago said mm-hmm. you know he liked what he's seen from this Montreal team. Uh, you know, final thought on the NHL is. Um, you know, I feel bad, Patrick, having you on. I, I know you're you're a Colorado guy. You lived here in the day. De- By the way, I just all aside from from all the great work you do. Who are you pulling for? Are you an Avs fan, or are you have you adopted VGK? I have no idea. Oh, oh totally VGK, and, okay. and, and I'll explain why. It's not. I look. I love my home state, but when it really boils down to it, all I really give a damn about is what the Denver Broncos do or don't do. I moved here in I moved here in '94, and the Avalanche first season in Colorado was '95, '96. Okay. So, and, and and I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm definitely rooting against them in this series. And I, but I think they're a great team, and I harbor no ill will toward them, and I probably want them to go on and win the cup if they get through here. But I would much prefer Vegas get through. I'm definitely sold. I've been to a few games over the last couple of years. It's an unbelievable atmosphere, a great team. Um, it's just a really right time, right place in this city. And, and honestly, uh, for everything this city, I mean, I know everybody's had it bad everywhere for the last 15 months, but we can only speak to, we can speak our truth, if you will. And our truth sucked the last 15 months, yeah. as much mm-hmm. as anybody's. And this team playing well lights this city on fire, and I want them to get moving. I, they, and if they don't win tonight, it's not happening. So, uh, but I, I, another short answer long, but <laughs> I'm on Vegas. Well, it is one-to-one early third period as we're talking to Patrick Everson at covers underscore Vegas, senior reporter, Forcovers.com. You see them all over town, by the way. If you're if you're out and about, um, I was I was going to ask you a question, but I just had to know the answer there. But <laughs> all right, we will give you a final thought on the NHL before jumping to some other things here. Um, sure. What is the latest on the futures board? Uh, I, I know a lot lays in this series with VGK and Colorado, uh, but you know there's some love out there for Boston, Tampa Bay, the defending champs. They're playing really well right now. So well, what's yep. the latest on on, on futures? Uh, around town. Well, it's interesting you brought up Boston, uh, but I'm going to back up first to the two teams on the ice tonight. Talking about this with Jeff Stone back behind the counter at MGM just earlier this week, actually Thursday morning. And the Avalanche and the Knights are two of the three biggest losers for BetMGM here in Nevada. Just BetMGM's Nevada book, uh, notwithstanding any, you know, BetMGM back east anywhere. Uh, they're, and they're six-figure losers, both of them, in the same range, low six-figure losers. 
The Bruins are the worst liability for BetMGM Nevada, though. And this morning, they were all the way down to, or earlier today anyway, they were all the way down to the plus 375 second choice. They are now only behind the avalanche on BetMGM Nevada's odd boards. They, they, by winning last night, taking that 2-1 series lead against the Islanders, they hopped over the defending Stanley Cup champ, Lightning. So that's definitely a team to watch out for. BetMGM's definitely got liability there. And, and it's not a matter of, uh, you know, there's probably more, there's certainly more tickets on the, on the Knights, no question. And there's a fair amount of money on the Knights and the Avalanche. But what you have to keep in mind is the Knights and the Avalanche all season long, I don't think either one of them was much longer than 8-1. to one. And really the last month or so, they've been the top two teams on the odds board. They've consistently been in the, like, you know, 4-1 to one to 5-1 to one range. It's sometimes even shorter than that. And the Avalanche now much shorter than that, uh, approaching minus money. So the Bruins liability was able to stack up because they had a bigger number. You know, you could get them at 14 when the playoffs started. Back in April, you could still get them at 20 to 1. And it's not a lot, but it's a lot different than 4 to 1 or 5 to 1. So that's, that's what's uh, causing the issue with Boston, and they'll definitely be uh, trouble if they keep going. You know, Patrick, here in Vegas for the last couple of days, I actually overheard a conversation today where some, some guys were saying, I've got to figure out a way to watch this Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul fight on Sunday, <laughs> and I was just stunned by that, overhearing that. But I am a glutton for punishment and freak shows, I guess. So you've got some info on this. Uh, what do you have for us, Patrick? It's funny, Dave, that you call it a freak show because uh, a quote I got from a spokesman, pers- uh, spokesperson for Patty Power, which is Ireland and U.K. sports book, that is taking action on this fight. I don't think any U.S. legal regulated book is taking action on this fight. And the reason is, it's not sanctioned by the state of Florida. It's not an official fight. It's, it's an exhibition. If it goes all eight rounds, they're not going to declare a winner or a loser, and therefore all the books backed off this year. But other books at other locales and in the uh, quote-unquote global market uh, have, have joined in on this, and a lot of them have a lot of props and so forth. But what Patty Power did is they offered money line wagering only, and – Really, it's, it's just a matter of there has to be a knockout or a technical knockout. There has to be a way to, if they can't determine a winner, everybody gets their money back. So, but as you said, it's, it's, uh, Dave, it's kind of, it's a, it's a bit of a freak show. Well, the, the spokesperson for Patty Power said, given this one is a bit of a circus, the only market we are offering is on Mayweather or Paul getting up close and personal with the canvas. So they need a, they need a knockout to get a result there. And uh, Coolbet, which is a sports book up in Canada, doing the same thing, no props or anything like that, strictly money line betting uh, with the hopes of a knockout or a TKO so that there is a result. And they're in deep on the underdog here. They opened Mayweather minus 5,000, which is insane. It's a wow. lot. It's probably accurate. It's probably yeah. accurate, yeah. But, it's, but it's a lot. And Paul was plus 1,400. That was uh, a little over a month ago, uh, April 22nd. Now it's down to Mayweather 1,000, minus 1,000, Paul plus 600. So it's moved a freaking mile. But that said, Mayweather is still a huge chalk. And cool bet spokesperson Chris Abbott, he told me uh, yesterday, he said the liability is all on Logan Paul, 77% of bets and 97% of the money. Unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Nobody wants to, And I, I understand it to a degree. Nobody wants to lay that huge, huge, huge minus number. Um, it was, you know, it's, it's not even close to similar to the McGregor Mayweather number. Um, 
and, and, and even then, everybody was laying the money on Mayweather, even though it wasn't nearly as big as what it is on Logan Paul. But nobody wants to lay that, that heavy lumber. Yeah, it's funny you bring up that fight because back then they thought that was the freak show. Oh, yeah. Right? That, that was and the that was an actually sanctioned you know, boxing match. That looks yeah, like boxing royalty yeah. compared to what we're going to see on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. A fair point for sure, and it's, uh, I guess it'll be an interesting night. I've got a new, a new article and, and a video up on Covers.com. Right now, just did it tonight, and there's a, a video to go with it, too, up on the Twitter sphere. So you might want to check it out. It's interesting. Yeah, and I was uh, there was an article in the uh, LVRJ uh, where Nick Bogdanovich was mentioned. He said, we would love to book it, Mayweather a huge draw, but no judges, no winner. It's impossible for states to sign off on it. So uh, th- there you go. Yep. Uh, on that, um, let's get to the NBA real quickly before we let you run. Uh, still one to one, but sure. a power play here for Colorado. So you know, uh, folks for mm-hmm. for Vegas. Uh, are... They just scored. Oh, they just no. scored. There it is. Oh boy. Yep. Right yeah. on time. Two to one, Colorado. There it is. This series is just. It's. It's. it's, it's I, I mean, this series is definitely over. Anyway, go ahead. I, yeah. Interrupting yeah. there. No. No. Two to one now, Colorado, and and, and it's. You know what we saw in overtime? You know they go on the power play, and yeah. that offense—it's just—it's impossible to stop them at times. Um, we thought after it was two-one uh, Lakers, it was—you know—I I think I, I at least saw Westgate was minus nine hundred. I, I think other spots were similar in that series price, Patrick, for the Lakers because it just looked like they were going to roll. And then the groin injury happens, and now. I mean, you've seen a massive shift in the Suns' futures to win the Western Conference, and I think that's a great play, especially if you were able to get them a five or six or maybe even eight to one you know, when it was two to two. Uh, what is the latest you've been seeing and hearing uh, about futures? And, you know, the Clippers on the, on the brink of elimination, they win tonight, uh, but I know the Lakers being gone is, is usually a good thing, at least in Las Vegas. Yeah, no question. And it's such a seismic shift when the defending champ and the defending champ, especially with LeBron James, goes out in the first round. It just it really causes a huge change in the odds. And boy, if you're holding the Phoenix Suns ticket right now, you are from like a month or two ago, or 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 better yet, from you know January, at, you know when the season was just getting underway. You're feeling really good right now. But uh, they're now at plus eight fifty. They're the fourth choice at William Hill U.S. after knocking out the Lakers. And of course, you got you got the Nets. Uh, sitting at the top of the odds for it. But, yeah, the Lakers moving out, moving out definitely uh, opens the door for, for other teams. And the Nets, are, the Nets' odds are almost like what's going on with the Avalanche's odds. They're getting, they're getting closer and closer to being a minus-money favorite the way all this is shaping up. But in talking about this with Nick Bogdanovich this week, uh, the Lakers, among teams that he felt were legitimate contenders, he said they are our number one liability. We definitely want to see them go bye-bye. So they're more than happy to see the Lakers get shown the door. Although, you know, yo, you don't mind that game-to-game, having that great handle, all that money coming in on Lakers games all the time, but at the same time, you got to balance it with that futures book. And, and Nick was like, show them the door. I'm okay with uh, missing out on some game-to-game money to get that, uh, to get that off our ledger. But uh, really, the only other liability that William Hill U.S. has that's, that's a concern is the Atlanta Hawks. And this is, um, you know, it was interesting over the last month of the season – the there was a better around town, especially at BetMGM, who made a lot of bets on the Hawks. Five figures to win well into six figures when they were at 80, 60, 40. And apparently he hit William Hill, too. Nick said some guy was out betting the Hawks around town. He hit everyone. He said, we're a small loser to the Hawks. That's really their last uh, real bad outcome. He said the three they're really rooting for are the Clippers, Bucks, and 76ers. Mm. All right. 
Uh, and uh, before we let you run, uh, anything? Uh, I, I know you'll you'll be doing your uh, your tweet storm and and getting your information. Have you got any early information on this Milwaukee Brooklyn series? We got about a minute. That's a good question. I don't have anything in front of me yet. But if you've got about five <laughs> seconds, I can try it. Ah, it's all good. Get, off, it's you know what, be... Patrick? Get back to this hockey game. Yeah, I feel bad. I took you tense. away from from BGK on a, on a Friday night. We always oh, appreciate you me. coming on. I can I can tell you right now. That at FanDuel, Game 1, 69% of bets, 75% of money on the net. Okay. Mm. All right. How's that? How's that? All right. That works. All right. <laughs> uh, Tim doesn't like it very ah, much, Patrick, but it does work. Go Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> all right, Patrick, you're the man. Always appreciate the insight, and uh, obviously uh, we will be calling on you uh, in, a, in a matter of time. Absolutely. Great to, have, great to be on tonight. I appreciate it. You two have a great weekend. There he is, Patrick, you, Patrick. Everson. At covers underscore Vegas, and you better believe he'll have great insight tomorrow on the Belmont. Yes. We didn't even hit on that. Uh, the Belmont and uh, VGK, or excuse me, Milwaukee and Brooklyn. VGK Mm-mm. needs a goal. Needs a goal. 13 minutes to go. Two to one right now. The Colorado Avalanche have taken the lead on a power play goal. It is, uh, it is tense time at T-Mobile Arena at the Circus Sportsbook. We'll get you updated on everything you need to know and uh, maybe hit your wheelhouse a little bit. Let's do it. A little UFC as well. It's a nightcap here on Visa. It is a nightcap here on Visa, and I'm going to make you wait gonna make you wait longer segment let you let you let it breathe Fine. for a ufc evening you know you're in town yep ufc's here over at the apex i don't know what the situation is you got it you know people i know people yeah. I, I could certainly go over there <laughs> i think we wanted to but i think what i like to do is is wait for a bigger card the yeah. fight night card is going to be a good one tomorrow night but it's not like what you're going to see the next week at ufc 263 that's going to be Really where the action is, two championship fights on that one, three five-round fights, the return of Nate Diaz for that UFC 263 card. But the Fight Night card is a good card, and the two top fights on it are going to be interesting. And when you look at Sakai against Rosenstrike here, it's basically a pick and fight at this point, minus 125 for big boy uh, Sakai on the, on the take back, plus 105. If there's one thing I can give you right now, Tim, I can guarantee you this. There will not be a submission in this Fight. That's a tease until about eight minutes from now when yep. we really dive into fight night tomorrow well, night. Um, but let's just look back at, at what we've seen so far and get you updated on uh, on Colorado and Vegas. And, you know, Philip Grubauer continues to be just yep. a stud in the pipes uh, for former cap. Yeah. Uh, for the uh, the Colorado Avalanche, because you look at the shots right now, 27 for Vegas, 15 right now for the Colorado Avalanche. And it, it was a similar situation in game two. You know, game one was a, a, a domination, obviously, as we know. But game two, um, uh, fluky first goal by Saad, and then the power play goal. Uh, I know some people were saying that it was a, a soft penalty, but, you know, I just trust Banksy. Anytime Banksy tells you, he's like, he was on it. By the rules, yeah. it, it, it's a penalty, and they get a penalty again, and uh, Ratanen on the power play makes it 2-1, to 5-0-4 into this period, and now you got Colorado up 2-1, and it, it would just be, I mean, I, I know we, I live here, and, mm-hmm. and it, it would just be a, really a bummer, uh, and I know that's not like a, a great 
analytical <laughs> way to no, look well, at it. But, it, but it's I, a letdown. These are the two best teams in the NHL this year, and you might have one swept away. Um, so it, it would be. I, I would love, obviously, to see VGK get this win and then force – uh, you know, and just put the heat on Colorado a but little bit. They're buzzing right now, and you can feel that they're ratcheting it up here with about 10 minutes to go in regulation to try to get that equalizer. And at, at some point, you're going to have to think about maybe at the two-minute mark, certainly yeah. two and a half minutes uh, of pulling uh, Marc-Andre Fleury uh, to get that extra skater out there. But we're, we're clearly not to that point yet. But at the 10-minute mark here as we stand in the third period, that 2-1 deficit's not going away. And when you take more chances on the offensive zone, which is what – the, the Golden Knights are going to have to do going forward, you know what that's going to open yourself up to on, on the back end. And with the Zavs team, and as quickly as they can strike, and as quickly as they got the equalizer tonight, that could be game, set, match if that happens here. So, yes, you have to be more aggressive, obviously, here in the final 10 minutes. But if you get over-aggressive and you lead to an on-man break, this thing could get out of hand in a hurry. Earlier tonight, we saw the Los Angeles Clippers stave off elimination on the road. And the stat you mentioned about road teams... <laughs> They're 6-0. and Unbelievable. Never happened before. No, we're literally watching history. Never happened before. Uh, they win 104-97. They cover the three under easily uh, hits here in this game with a total of 201. And just looking at the, uh, the game recap, uh, it, it puts a smile on your face when I look at uh, a paragraph here. Reggie Jackson scored 14 of his 25 points in the first quarter. You, sir, had what? 13 and a half. First quarter catch, baby. Yeah, and it's just, look, ever since they inserted him into the starting lineup, he's been a different guy, right? And they've been searching for that, and I think they figured it out with him. He's, he's really been the second wheel, no disrespect, playoff P, <laughs> but really, Reggie Jackson's been kind of a revelation for them ever since game one. It's the only game that uh, he didn't go over his posted total so far in this series. So, look, Kawhi's going to get all the love, and he should get all the love, but when you really look between the numbers and you go into them a little bit, that's where you see the Reggie Jacksons of the world. And he's really been a key cog, and he was tonight early on in that first half. Because remember, they weren't playing so well in the first quarter, and they turned it around before halftime to grab that lead, fell behind in the third quarter, and then Kawhi took over in the fourth. You're just looking for somebody else to give you that help early so that Kawhi can take over late, and that's exactly the recipe for victory tonight. 45 points. From Kawhi Leonard tonight, he shot over 70% from the field, 18 of 25, 5 of 9 from 3. And Luka Doncic, for his standards, which are so high. <laughs> well, they were his so high coming into this game. You know, he had 42 and 14 in that Game 5 victory. He had 29 points tonight. He had 11 assists, but did just go 2 of 9 from 3. And that might have been the difference as uh, the Clippers outscored the Mavericks by 11 in that fourth quarter. They get the win. Game number seven, the only game seven of the first round at Sunday, 3.30 Eastern in Los Angeles. It's the Nightcap, a little UFC Fight Night preview coming up next right here on the Nightcap. Belmont Stakes are tomorrow evening, folks, and the VSIN horse racing experts are analyzing the horses, track conditions, and prior race results to find the betting edge. Our team is here to get you ready to make your best bet on the final race of the Triple Crown. Visit VSIN.com 
backslash horses to find our full race coverage, special offers from our partners, including a $20 credit at the VSIN store, and picks from horse racing specialists, including Dave Tooley, Ron Flatter, Jeff Siegel, Millie Ball, and Jeremy Plonk. That's vsin.com backslash horses. 2 1, Avalanche leading the Golden Knights, 6 30 and change, or 6 30, I should say. In the third period down at T-Mobile Arena, that's Dave Ross. I'm Tim Murray. Dave Ross, by the way, will be co-hosting the Green Zone. Excited. Saturday and Sunday here on VEASAN at noon to 3 Pacific. Yes. And 3 to 6 Eastern. You nailed it. Okay. I have to think twice about it, too. I know. Well, you're in the central time zone, so. Oh, man. Yeah. I do a morning show in the central time zone, and I'm like, like, (laughs) I, I know my time zone in the east, and then I'm like, all right. Your time zone's a little different. So. Yeah, and it gets really tricky for us as East Coast guys yeah. when you go to the Midwest, then you come out here. It's like, wait, wait can we just figure this out and have universal time? <laughs> have we not been able to figure that out yet? My goodness, people. All right, so under six minutes, we're going to keep an eye yeah. on that. But, Dave, you know the UFC. You've been on this network mm-hmm. you know, be, as a UFC guest yes. talking about the UFC. So no pay-per-view. You mentioned that's going to be next weekend. Um, but we do have a fight night here in town. Yep. And uh, you mentioned the main uh, main event, uh, Sakai against Rosenstrike. And it, it is it is really basically a pick em for a, for a main event. That, that's all you can ask for. And, Tim, what I do is I just look at ways that guys can win fights, right? And certainly when you look at Big Boy here and he's got 11 wins, 10 knockouts, no submissions, one decision. You look at Sakai, 15 wins, 11 KOs, four decisions, no submissions. Goal. There we go, and we got an equalizer right there. So we'll interrupt our UFC talk because <laughs> this place just erupted behind us. Yeah, it did. And I'm sure Derek is going nuts like everybody else right now. Two-two yeah. with five minutes and change to go here in regulation. So Jimmy Tim, Ott not so happy. No, and again, we now have the prospect of overtime right here knocking on the door in the last five minutes. But as we see the Golden Knights uh, get this equalizer, and again, every this place is I, jumping. I swear. Every night I come in and I'm like, I should bet overtime. <laughs> and I never bet it. I never bet it. I don't know why. And you know what's going to happen? Oh, wow. The time I do bet it, it will not happen. And, and, and we still have a lot of hockey to go. But uh, you were just watching uh, this play. It was Jonathan Marshall show who. Uh, Off the back of. Wow, Grubauer. How about that? He, I mean, Grubauer he, didn't see it. Because it goes right off his backside. Marshall show came in and whiffed mm-hmm. on a, what would have been a point blank shot. And he regained it and banked it off his back. <laughs> Gotta love it. And now, Playoff hockey's tremendous. And now, if you had the adjusted over, you're, you're cashing that ticket at three and a half because they had just adjusted that after the goal to put him up to one. Uh, so now, obviously, we're going to have minimum five here. And remember, it was five and a half now. That oh, was yeah. the over-under at the beginning of the night. That's where it closed here. So... It still looks good for the under, but you got to really sweat out the next. Yeah, you're, you're hoping you're hoping no goal, no goal. and then you want the overtime because if you get a goal, you're in trouble because the the empty netter is is looming. So Absolutely, you're hoping very much so for for overtime here. And I was just looking in the break; uh, the total had been knocked down to four and a half. So if you bet the over, you're feeling pretty good right now yeah. because now there now, it is. And now here we go, three two. The Vegas Knights take wow. the lead. Just like that this with 433 to go. This is going crazy. <laughs> they just do not want Dave Ross to talk UFC. We won't we'll wait till tomorrow if we have to. <laughs> What's this, two goals and in inside of a minute? Yes. Unbelievable that we're seeing here. It looks like uh, Pacioretty got this one here to take the 3-2 to two lead, and this place is jumping. Vegas is jumping. And, uh, I mean, literally, we look away for a second, and you look up, and you can hear the roar of the crowd here at Circa. 
Uh, yeah, just he's gonna forty. Uh, I'm gonna do the math here, which is never never a positive. Forty four seconds between goals. Marsha Show and then Pacioretty. Uh, officially, so, officially 45, 45 seconds. seconds. 45 seconds. And, you know, this goal uh, that looks like it was deflected in front by Patch Reddy. Beautiful, dirty goal. Yep. That's all it is. Just stand in front, redirect, and you got a 3 2 lead. Those harmless, those harmless <laughs> plays. And now, oh, if, you do, if you do have the under, now you're oh, sweating boy. because at some point, Grubauer's getting pulled. Two goals in a span of 45 seconds, and I can only imagine. I'm, I'm. You're, we're watching it on television here, Dave. I can only imagine how deafening T-Mobile Arena is right now. Well, we knew that this weekend, you know, Vegas was back, right? We've yep. talked about it with Derek and just the vibe of this place and the country getting over COVID. Well, Vegas is really back tonight because if this holds, this three to two lead. Uh, the rest of the night here is going to be insane, and this team is alive. And you mentioned it, maybe arguably the two best teams in all of the National Hockey yeah. League, and this gives really breathes new life into this series if this holds for the next four minutes and ten seconds. Man, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's sports. It's I was why we really, love what we do. I was really looking forward to getting some UFC no, insight. it's okay. You didn't for, want to for, talk for, about for, Biggie Boy, <laughs> and you didn't want to talk about my submissions <laughs> and all my stats. I had planned out all day long. It's okay. <laughs> I'll save them tomorrow for the green zone yeah. if that's yeah, what I have to do. Wes, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be breaking Wes and it down. I will talk about it all day. Um, so Max Pacioretty gets the goal 15-27 into the third <laughs> period. 45 seconds after Jonathan show banks it off the back of Philip Grubauer to make it a 3-2 to two game. And, you know, I I looked back and I was trying to, as, as, as many know on this show, as uh, times that it also drives Aaron Oster crazy, as I'll just look at the board and see if I can see what the live prices are. <laughs> Usually I try to wait until someone else is talking. Sure. Uh, but I, I couldn't find the, the live price. But I'm telling you, I mean, under under five minutes to go in the game facing the Colorado Avalanche, and you're down 2-1 to one at the last... You know, at the last break, it was, I think, you know, it's it, in hockey, it's under 14, under 10, under 6. So that's when they'll readjust the, the time. So under 6, it was 2-1 to one commercial break. And you had to have been getting a, a really nice price on, on the Golden Knights. Yeah, and again, I, I do feel bad if you did take the under because you had it all night. Oh, yeah. You, you were on the right side. You, you, you might not win this. But you had the right now side. Now you're sweating. But now you got to sweat this out for the next four minutes. And you know we're going to be pulling Grubauer here pretty soon, probably in two minutes, if they don't get the equalizer. Either way, if you're an underbetter, you're going to be dead under that scenario. So, yeah, you're going to have to sweat out an empty netter here in about two minutes. And apparently, uh, as Mitch Moss tweeted it out, our guy Adam Hill from the Vegas Review Journal has sat in that seat a couple of nights. He was on... Uh, he was filling in this morning on Follow the Money, and he said, "Take Pacioretty anytime goal, wow. plus 175, and that just comes home." Bang. So there you go, Max Pacioretty. Uh, it was plus 170 at DraftKings. I guess this morning when uh, Adam gave it out, it was plus 175. So there you go. It pays to be up at four o'clock in the morning, listening to Follow the Money. I gotta tell you, it's just great to be in Vegas. The city is alive. What a game we have! It's uh, it's not over yet, but right now this place Ooh. is jumping. Three to two. Maybe this game will conclude in the <laughs> final segment. We'll get you ready for Bucks. No UFC talk? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Hey, yeah. maybe. No, it's yeah, all right. Maybe. Do it tomorrow. <laughs> it's an ICAP here on Decent.
Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Dave Ross to my left. Tim Murray with you. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. You need, I need to stay hydrated. The, the way this show started, <laughs> the way it has gone all night long, this has been a... Uh, it's been, been a, a wild ride. It has been a wild ride, man. <laughs> it's like Mr. T- what is it, Mr. Toad's wild ride down at Disney yeah. World. Yeah, it's 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 been a wild one, and it's and gonna now, get crazy. As, as Samuel yep. L. Jackson said in Jurassic Park, <laughs> hold on to your butts because it is an empty net right now. If you have the under, ooh boy, one fifty to go, and it is an empty net situation. So we'll see if the Vegas Golden Knights and well, I mean, or if Colorado, who's either way, a prolific scoring team, and they're firing away right now so it's hard to even think about what else we want to talk about right now in the closing 95 seconds well i'm just stunned when i look at it and see shots on goal 42 to 18 in in favor of vegas i mean that is astounding to get that kind of pressure and to limit a great offensive team like colorado to only 18 chances a remarkable job right now they just got to clear so we got about a minute 18 as colorado resets here in their own zone yeah just imagine right now we've all been there and you've got the oh, you're sweating you've this got thing the out. under. Now you you got the under. You you kind of thought it was done, and now it is. That's it, the it, whitest of knuckles it is right sweat now. Time you just right you now. are really tense right now. A minute now. to go. So before we get into games tomorrow yeah. and maybe UFC, um, no shot. So Terry Stotts was fired today mm-hmm. uh, by the Portland Trailblazers after nine years. The exit. Chris Haynes from Yahoo mm-hmm. said has a quote. From Damian Lillard as a great save wow. by Marc-Andre Fleury, 44 seconds to go. He just tweeted this out five minutes ago. Direct quote from Damian Lillard. He's the guy I want. That would be Jason Kidd. What? So, Jason Kidd will be the next head coach of the Portland Trail I mean, we just broke the news right I mean, here in Vista. Yeah, right there. I mean, if Damian Lillard... Yeah, he gets what he wants, right? Of course. Yeah. As he should. And if, if you're the Portland... Brass. And by the way, it's not like Jason Kidd, who has head coaching experience with mm-hmm. the Knicks, which did not work out well. It was the Knicks, right? No, it was the Nets. Nets. Nets, excuse me. Uh, and then he went to Milwaukee, and that obviously you know, didn't work out all that well. But uh, the, if you read any of the quotes coming out of the Lakers uh, media today, media, and I mean, they were singing the praises of Jason Kidd. And Frank Vogel said, you know, he needs to be a head coach. He's ready well, to be a head coach. This is great news for Frank Vogel. I mean, this is exactly because when Jason Kidd was put in that position, you were kind of thinking, boy, if you need a scapegoat, it'll be Vogel, and then Jason Kidd will be the head coach of the Lakers. So if this is what Dame wants, you're right on. It's interesting, though, like if this is the right thing. The player empowerment is wonderful. Mm -hmm. But literally, you can get coaches like Terry Stotts fired, and it looks like you're going to get Jason Kidd hired. Now, that's the star power that Dame Willard has has acquired. I mean, he's earned this. And I need to go back to the Woj tweet. Okay. and he said names to watch out, and Jason Kidd was not mentioned. He said Chauncey Billups, Jeff Van Gundy, Mike D'Antoni, Jawan Howard. So, uh, but I mean that is a that is a no that is no. I would like Jason Kidd. No, it's, that is the guy I want from Chris Haynes directly from da- Damian Lillard. Well, when you get a price on who's the next yeah. head coach of the Portland Trailblazers, remember that nugget right there from yeah. Tim because that's really good. And yes, I'm with you. If that really is the direct quote. Then Jason Kidd, you should sus- suspect, would be the next next head coach in Portland. Because there are, you know, spots out there um, that that Jason Kidd has been, you know, thought to be a, a possible head coach next year. Eleven yes. seconds to go, 
and uh, VGK had just cleared it. That's why you heard a slight roar here. <laughs> you heard a crowd. And you're going to hear a, a real roar yes. in about 11 minutes uh, <laughs> if if VGK can hold on to this. 3-2, to two, we've got a face-off in Colorado's territory yes. here. Um with Philip Grubauer, so it's six on five. Philip Grubauer on the bench. Actually, no, center ice. it is center ice, yeah. so even better for the Vegas Golden Knights to make this a 2-1 series. Game number four and they is coming the up on Sunday at 8.30 Eastern. They clear it down, and this bad boy is... In the books. Over. There you go. And the under hits. You hold on. And the under, under. (laughs) It was the right side all night, and it comes home. The Vegas Golden Knights. How about that for final five minutes of the show here, Dave? The Vegas Golden Knights get it done. Two goals in a span of 45 seconds late in the third period, and the Vegas Golden Knights Wow. The wow is the right way to say it because they were staring 3-0 directly in the face, and now it is a completely different series. Well, I'll say this. I think you hit it on the head when it was 2-1, and it looked like that's the way it was going to go for Colorado. And you mentioned how disappointing it would be yeah. if we didn't really have a series. And look, if it, they had gone down 0-3, theoretically the series is over. I think we all kind of got that. Now, this series is game on. So if you're holding those, those Vegas Golden Knight tickets now – or you jumped in after game two when you saw how competitive it was in a game that they outplayed Colorado but lost in overtime to come back in the manner. They kind of stole tonight the way Colorado kind of stole game two. So you kind of get the feeling it might have evened out here and maybe 2-1 is the right place to be in this series. But this is now a real live dog in uh, Las Vegas here. So you got to feel like the monkey is off their back. They can play a little bit freer. They were tense a little bit tonight in that first period, which was scoreless. And immediately when they hopped ahead and Colorado jumped right back at 1-1, you got a little nervous. You could feel it. But after this, you never know how it changes the complexion of an overall series. So, again, if you're a Vegas Knight backer and you have that ticket for this series, you have life. And uh, I'm just looking down at the uh, at the sports book and saw Derek Stevens. And, and we're thinking, I'm thinking, what is he thinking? <laughs> because he said on the show that it was about a six-figure liability that they had tonight. But overtime really would have crushed him. Yeah. Right? does not get the overtime, which was plus 290. And it, it felt like, well, at least for 45 seconds, you were headed to overtime. Right. So yeah. at least he kind of got one. He kind of hedged it the other way. But, yeah, there was some liability there. But, again, you mentioned it, too. You I know. saw him clapping. Yes. I saw him clapping. He's still happy. He's, He's a Golden Knights fan. Absolutely. So 3-2, to two, the Vegas Golden Knights get the win. And they're doing the three stars uh, at this mo- uh, moment in time. Uh, as your goals, William Carlson scored the game's first goal, uh, so you were able to cash that 15-1 to 1, uh, if, if that was a, a play that you had. And then Jonathan show off the back, the bank shot, after he lost it, uh, you see right there, plus 245 for him to score. And then Max Pacioretty shouts to Adam Hill earlier this morning here on VSIN saying, Max Pacioretty, anytime goal is a play. And it comes home 15 set, 27 into the third period, his second goal of this postseason. And the Vegas Golden Knights now only down two games to one in this series. Game four. On Sunday night, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. What a day for the NBA and, yes, there is that exhibition boxing match also (laughs) on Sunday. But now things just really got hyped up for Sunday night. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what that game line comes out as. you got to think that the Vegas Knights now, again, 
Remember, they were an underdog to begin this game, and then it got bet up yep. right before rather significantly, and that's why Derek was talking about that at the top of the show. Uh, I, I got to believe that the Vegas Knights will be installed as an early favorite, a small favorite now, in the manner in which they won Game 3. That's what I suspect it to be. It'll be very close to even money again, as we saw, uh, kind of flip-flopping through. But that would be my guess again. We kind of nailed Portland, thought it'd be around 6-7. It is at 6, uh, r- uh, rather, for the uh, L.A. Clippers, rather, for their Game 7 against Dallas. That line is at 6 where that opens. We'll find out where the Vegas Knights uh, open up on Sunday. But it's going to be a wild Sunday in the NBA and the NHL. Let me give you 30 seconds. UFC I- Fight Night. Give me the main card Top of the, 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 the main give, attraction. Let me just give you one, one play to make. Okay. Right, Tim, play. I want you to make this one play. The over-under for the main event is under one and a half. Remember, five-round fight. Yep. Plus 175 is the juice. Take the under. Take the under. This thing will be, be st- a stoppage. This is not going to go to a decision, and this will not be a submission. Somebody's getting knocked out. And somebody's getting knocked out rather quickly. I see this going under either in the first round or early in the second round. Great money in the plus there. So I, I won't give you the winner. I'll save that for tomorrow. Oh, a okay? tease. I'll give that tomorrow. Green zone. If you watch the green zone from noon to three, okay, here Pacific time. <laughs> if you watch that, I'll give you the winner. But I really do like okay. this underplay, and I was really surprised to see the plus money that you're going to get for that. Obviously, you got to get it early. But the history of these two guys shows that they don't like to stand in there very long. Somebody's going to get out of there. Hey, Rosenstrike got knocked out in 20 seconds against Francis Ngannou. No shame that happens against <laughs> Francis Ngannou. But I do expect him to come out with a lot of aggression in this one. I think it ends early tomorrow night. Well, that is the main event of fight night. The main event of Saturday is game one. Yes. Bucks and Nets. Right now you're looking at a total of 239 oh, and wow. a half. And a spread that has moved a little bit. Mm. Uh, it is four at spots across town. Uh, but here at Circa, it is actually three and a half. So if you like Brooklyn, you can find a three and a half out there. And if you like Milwaukee, you can get four points to play with, including uh, where you will uh, be headed later this evening at the South Point. I, I, I think this is a war. I, I've been saying it all along. I took the pl- 200, you know, plus 200 on the series price for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I, look, am I ultra confident that the Bucks win this series? No, but it was a it was a um, it was a price play for me at two to one. It's been bet back down to plus one sixty, which yep. makes a, a little bit more sense, which I think where it should be. I would not be surprised, Dave, if Milwaukee wins tomorrow night. I really wouldn't, and uh, I, I would take the four points. I would if you can get the four at South Point. I, I would take the four points. I think too many people are assuming that Brooklyn's just going to crush them. Could they? Absolutely. But if you can get that four, and you can at South Point, and at uh, at DraftKings, I believe, too, I would take the four points. I, I like where your head's at, and also we saw the other game on the board for Sunday, game one between the ATL and Philly. and, and I, That's a small too. Right, just two and a half is what we saw there. I'm with your same theory on this. I think if the ATL is going to steal one, it would be game one because of the uncertainty with Joel Embiid. Uh, and I just really think right now with a banged up 76ers team and a, you know Trey Young trying to be the Steph, Steph Curry 2.0, if you want to go with those dogs, probably good money line plays for Saturday with the Bucks and Sunday with the Hawks. And what I will like is if Philadelphia loses game one, I'm going to jump in on Philadelphia on that series price. Yeah, they're still going to win that if series. They, if they lose game one. Dave, you're the man. A lot of fun, Tim. Green Zone, noon to three, Saturday and Sunday. Thanks to everyone who joined us. Thanks we'll to Aaron Oster. It is is the nightcap. We'll talk to you Monday right here on Visa.